Welcome, everyone, to episode number 20 of Kicks at the Castle. It's a podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Walt would say to all who listen to this happy podcast, welcome. My name is John, and I'll be your host. I'm joined by the rest of the Kicks at the Castle team. I've got Irv. Yo, what's good? And we got Matt. Yo, yo, what's going on, everyone? And this week, we are joined by a very special guest. We've got Liz Beecroft. Liz, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Well, we've got a great show planned this week. Uh, we've got our normal fit of the week feature. Uh, in this week's World versus Land, we're going to compare Pixar Pier with Toy Story Land. Um, we're going to get into some recent trips on property, and Irv's got another plant-based option of the week for you. Um, but first, let's jump into pickups. Anybody want to lead us off? Anybody anything cool this week? Irv? No, I didn't. no <laughs> my, um, my Air Max BWs are supposed to get here today, so I'm sure they'll get here like in the middle of us talking <laughs> but that's all that's pretty much all i'm waiting on to come up but i'm really excited for the um those pine green jordan threes like i got my fingers crossed for those i know i know i love those how about you matt um so i just got back from the mall i thought i was gonna have one pickup but as soon as i walked out of Foot Locker, some well what i got was the the red i think they're called like the championship red dunks and as soon as i walked out of Foot Locker. Like this dude, this dude was like, hey man, what size you get? And I was like, eight and a half. And he was like, bro, I'll give you 160 right now. StockX is going like payout is like 120. I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but I did hit another raffle. I hit a restock on the Paul ones Ooh. and I got a vintage tea pickup, my favorite anniversary castle. Oh. The 25th anniversary. Um, really dope shirt. I've been wanting this shirt for a while, and then I finally just made a jump on it, and that's pretty much what I got this week. Um, Very nice. I um didn't get any sneakers, but I got the Lightning McQueen Crocs. Lightning McQueen, yeah, good job. Those are so cool. Hey, those are so fire and hit. <laughs> Let's see. I got a I got a shipment from Nike. I don't know why my camera keeps turning off. Sorry about that. I got the military blue four golf shoe. Nice. Uh, I love nice. golf. And this is, this is actually, this is my like fourth Jordan golf shoe. It's actually the first one I actually got for retail, which was nice. Um, they're really cool in hand. I, I, they did a nice job on those. Um, my other pickup this week was a bit more expensive. Uh, Disneyland decided to actually have an after hours Christmas party this year. And so I, I've been wanting to go to one for such a long time. We actually booked and we're going to a Disney World party and then they dropped that on us. So then yesterday I bought tickets for the whole fam. So I got four tickets to go to the Disneyland Christmas party. So this year I get to see Dis Disneyland Christmas parties on both coasts. I'm pretty stoked about that. But uh, oh, it's their first one, right? Yeah, this, this is my first. This might be my first one. But uh, and actually the Disney, my Disneyland date is before the Disney World date. So that'll be interesting to, to see it. And of course, I Usually it's my wife and I hitting Disney. 
Um, but I got I got tickets for both of my kids. They're 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 adult kids, but uh, it feels like that's the kind of thing that's got to be a family thing. I don't think that's just a, a wife and I trip. So definitely unexpected. The wallet was not happy. Yeah. Um, uh, Disney's pretty proud of that party. They're they're not they're not inexpensive tickets, but uh, so light weekend pickups, quantity wise, but definitely not dollar wise. <laughs> so. Uh, Let's uh, jump into the fit of the week. Uh, this week we got uh, Trav Main uh, in his man. It's it's the quintessential Disneyland fall picture in front of the Mickey pumpkin. Uh, he's got the Kobe jersey and uh, the LeBron sixteen Martins, which uh, definitely a cool shoe. Um, definitely looking good. If you guys want to be uh, featured by us, uh, use the hashtag Kicks the Castle uh, in your Disney fit picks, whether you're in the parks or not. All right, so. Uh, Land versus world. I know, I know, I know Irv, Irv's going to put up a big fight for Toy Story Land, I'm sure. But I uh, wanted to, I was walking through Pixar Pier the other day and I was, I, took, I was by Toy Story Mania. And I was just like, man, I can't believe how tiny Toy Story Land is and, and, and compared to what we've got. And I just thought that it might make a good comparison. Uh, Liz, do you hit both parks or you, do you go both coasts? So I've been to Disneyland, I think, twice. Um because I'm based in the East Coast, and I've honestly only been to LA about a handful of times. So yeah, I've, I'm obviously very biased to world, but um, been, yeah, I've been to land, no of Pixar period, and I don't think I've really gotten to experience it in the fullest potential, but my beef with Disneyland is, since there's only really like one park, well, kind of two, but it, <laughs> is so crowded it's so crowded and i just i get very claustrophobic so i like world where i can like have my personal space and eat my my mickey pretzel and do nothing <laughs> I, I hear you i hear you irv what do you think man i i i know i know where you're at but come on the, the sheer <laughs> size of pixar pier versus the tiniest land ever made <laughs> all right so like if i would have to say something i think the difference is is like pixar pier seems to be more like almost want to say adult themed and like toy story land is like really for kids like um but with that being said you know what i mean i really enjoy toy story land i think that pixar pier is probably better i mean like if i had to choose to, like I mean, honestly <laughs> like, if i had to choose between the two to like spend time in like oh wait, man Irv, you... wait wait we are recording right Irv said oh, something in disneyland's better <laughs> <laughs> just i mean like it when we went i really had fun man it was really really a good time and like the lights at that night um i don't know man i don't i don't want to say it's better but i can definitely see why someone would make that decision for pixar pier over to a storyline that's my answer yeah all right matt how about you buddy i was not expecting that answer from it i wasn't either <laughs> when i really thought about it i i really wanted to say disney world but then i, I thought about it and i was like wait the, really the only thing that toy story land has is that the immersed feeling of being like sized down to a toy like that is really cool but then when i really thought about it i was like wait uh lamplight lounge is 10 times better than woody's lunchbox i ride in credit coaster over slinky dog any day and they have the adorable snowman treats like pixar pier all day so for me i i thought about that you, you've got the sheer volume of rides at the pier which you know it's a bigger land so i get it we've got five rides to your three um but it, it honestly to me it was the food choices because you've got senior buzzes you've got angry dogs you've got adorable snowman you've got poultry palace and lamplight, like I said, I the dining, the fact that Toy Story Land was made without 
a sit down restaurant. I thought that was really weird. And there's no shopping. You know, you, you figure at Pixar Pier, you've got um, Bing Bongs and the Knickknacks shop. Mm-hmm. But as far as theming, hands down, I, I the theming at, at Toy Story Land is among, I would put it right up there with Cars Land as far as um, and Pandora is the most immersive lands. I just, I actually was looking at an overhead of, of Toy Story Land and it looked like that they could take some of that you know, the Disney Presents building or the, the or the, I don't know if they're bringing back the Little Mermaid, but it's almost like Toy Story Land could annex a little bit more of the park that they could have a restaurant option or, because it's it's like Toy Story Land's so cool, it just leaves you wanting more. But, you know, as far as, like I said, having some space, I think I think Pixar Pier is, you know, I guess, I, I guess I'm saying I'm split. I, I think that Toy Story Land's better done, but it, they just didn't put enough in it. I think they are opening up a, uh table service restaurant it's supposed to be like barbecue well, that'd be good i mean like so there's just no options it's like you've got yeah, that yeah. one just just that one choice and that i don't even think there's a store is there i mean they've got a couple of carts that sell sell some junk i mean there's but, like a small store after uh midway mania oh right right okay I, I do remember that but that's about it all right well let's uh catch up with our uh recent trips on property with uh trips and drips liz how long has it been since you've been in the parks too long it's tough my fiance like adamantly does not ever want to go so it's like so hard to pull strings and get him to come with me but I hopefully will be down in October my best friend actually lives in Fort Lauderdale and she's an annual pass holder so um usually around her birthday we'll we'll go but um yeah it's tough like I I would go every weekend if I if I could um (laughs) But no, the next like big trip we're planning is actually April of next year. It's for my bachelorette party. So I don't know many details about it, um, but I do know um, with the vacation club, like my maid of honor, she's my best friend, Lauren, she's using like points and she's just like, you're gonna love it. It's gonna, there's some type of uh, like suite or like big room involved in one of the resorts. Oh, I don't that's know. awesome. So you guys are gonna go all out. So I'm excited. All I want to do is just wear like NBA jerseys and Mickey ears <laughs> and drink around the world. <laughs> so uh, what, what kind of shoes will be in the, in the rotation for your, for your trip? Oh God, it's going to be tough. Like I'll probably bring any Disney shoes. Like I, the Crocs now will definitely come with me. Um, probably those Kith Mickey Converse collab, the Toy Story Insta pumps. Um, I also really want the Sean Witherspoons. What are those called? The Super Turfs. Oh, is that, yeah. is that the new Jim, Jimmy Cricket ones yeah. that are coming yeah. out? Yeah, that's just like you know, knowing like the licensing and everything behind it. I, I'm like in awe, like that he was able to get yeah on board with that. Um, so yeah, those are a pair I definitely want to scoop when they come out. And yeah, gonna try and keep it Disney themed footwear if I can. Nice. So is it is it style over comfort? Yeah, <laughs> there, it's like I don't get to go as often. I think if I like was able to go more frequently, then I would be more comfy. But oh, I go all out when I go down. All right, uh, Irv, you get in, you get on property this week? Um, yes, I did. Um, oh, sorry, you were kidless again. again, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, got that Monday, Florida dad life down, man. So like Monday morning, um, like I'm getting dressed, and the kids are like where are you going? Because I put on like shorts and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I'm just getting ready to drop y'all off. They're like, but where are you going? I'm like, bro, just get in the car. Let's get ready to go. 
Um, so we dropped them off. Then we went to Magic Kingdom, just me and the missus. And um, it was pretty cool, man. It wasn't like extremely hot. And um, the, the wait times were pretty low. We rode Splash, Pirates, Big Thunder Mountain, and um, Haunted Mansion. And just kind of like walked around. So... I want to mention, how was the Jack Skellington overlay? Oh, that's right. You guys don't have that. I really had to rub that in. <laughs> I just, I, I forgot. I'm sorry. The, the inspo for the Haunted Mansion is actually off of the mansion and from Jim Thorpe, PA, which is like literally right next to my hometown. So when I was home last, uh, we went by the real life mansion and it was like pretty cool to see the similarities and I was like wow I've never I've never even like cared enough to go and see it but now awesome. that I'm older, I appreciate that stuff more so yeah that was pretty cool oh, that's that's awesome. <laughs> how about you Matt or you still going Irv I just want to tell you I didn't appreciate that you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey but you saw how I got my ride picture can y'all do that over there we cannot oh, do that <laughs> dark ages okay I'm done it is dark ages for sure how about you Matt so I didn't make it to the parks this week, but I did end up at Disney Springs. I think it was Saturday. Yeah, last Saturday. Um, we went to, we had dinner at Splitsville, which low-key has like fire food. Who would have known like a bowling alley has a good food? But yeah, I got the fish and chips and my girlfriend got the, I think it was called the California Crunch. We we're going to split it, but then the California Crunch ended up being spicy and then my girlfriend just had that. And then after that, we went to uh, Everglades and they didn't have the ube donut or the uh, maple bacon, which is what we were going for. So we just went with the plain Jane uh, glazed donut, which was still good. And then after that, um, we went over to House of Blues, which I've never really been to House of Blues, except for like uh, like concerts. But um, it was one of our friends. Uh, I don't know if you guys know her, Maddie, Maddie Pie. Um, it was her oh, birthday, yeah. so um, Chad from Hundred Acre Hood was there, and Austin and Katie from uh, Merchbox Mouse Merchbox was also there. Um, I haven't seen him in a while, but it was good to to see him um, and hang out, and that was it. Nice. So that's that's cool, man. So I actually spent the weekend in Anaheim. Uh, we had uh, Hector on back in episode eight. His wedding was uh, Saturday, so uh, Saturday we went up and. Saw Hector and Mario's wedding. It was a beautiful Anaheim day. It was an outdoor two thirty service, and it was ninety five degrees. Oof. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was. It was typical Anaheim. It was a really nice service. It was super well done. I just want to wish those guys the best. Um, it was. It was a super cool event. Super well done. Those guys have impeccable taste, and it was. It was. It was awesome. Um, so we were there five five and a half hours, and and like it was. It was that thing went off all night. And I was like, but it's like, I didn't know anybody, but the groom. And so my wife and her are like, eh, why don't we sneak out and go hit Disney? So we, so we, we bounced at about seven o'clock and we, we, we went to the park, hit the, hit the mansion, had, had a couple snacks and watched the fireworks. We, we roll back to the hotel is probably 1220. And I try to go in the back door and they've just, they disable the card readers on the back door. We go around the front. We're just kind of sneaking in. And they're all the whole wedding parties in the lobby. And they're like, I was totally busted. Like I didn't store anything because I didn't want them to know I'd left the wedding. <laughs> Hector's like, Hey, did you go to Disney? And I mean, I'm wearing an electrical might, uh, electrical main street, electrical parade t-shirt. It's not like, it's not like I go, Oh no. <laughs> so we were, we were totally busted. 
Um, but uh, it was it was it was cool that we had a good time. Um, and then we ended up going back, spending the day there Sunday. I bumped into the homie Miguel again, uh, Gentleman's Disney. It's funny. I I, I, swear, I swear it's it is like a high school reunion going to Disneyland when you're a local because you, you see the same people every week. It's it's pretty cool. Um, tried some of the seasonal food that they rolled out. Um, had the, what did we have? The blood orange slush. I did the fruity sugar churro. Tried the uh, loaded barbecue pork fries. They had a galactic grill. Um, and this first time this has ever happened, I had a, a service worker give me a little extra magic. I, we ordered the chicken sandwich and for some reason they put three patties on it. I've, uh, it it's supposed to come with one. So I was a little surprised to get, get that, but uh, I'll take it. We hit the magic key terrace again. Um, I was going to try something different this time or I was going to go for the, the plant-based meatballs and they were all out. So apparently, apparently they're good because they were gone. So I just had to, had to double down on the sliders again. Um, but uh, it, it was cool. It was cool getting into the parks, doing two days in a row. I don't, uh, I don't get to do that too often being, you know, an hour and a half drive away. So it was definitely a good weekend. I also saw, I saw Adam, another, uh, another listener, Adam, he was, uh, he actually is a cast member. He was selling ice cream at one of the stands in front of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So said hi to him, got a pick with him. But uh, definitely a cool weekend. So now let's jump into uh, Irv's plant-based option of the week. Irv, what do you got for us, man? Um, we're going to go to Magic Kingdom, where I was at Monday, and um, to Fire Nooks. And they have a plant-based bratwurst. And if I can be like 100, on a scale of like 1 to 10, it's probably like a 7. But um, it's only like three plant-based options, options in um, Magic Kingdom. So I figured I would talk about it because it is um quick service. You can mobile order on your phone. So it's pretty quick to eat. Um, it has like a pretzel roll. That's pretty good. It has sauerkraut on it. And it's um 10.29 comes with tater tots. So it's not a bad deal. It's just, it's not as good as some of the other options. I said, it's more like if you're there, you got to eat, you know, right. it's worth 10.29. You said it comes with a side? Tater tots. Oh, tater tots. That's good price though for park food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, the price is good. It's just not. You know, and it's just plain. The sauerkraut is kind of plain. It's just like the um, plant-based broths just on the bun. But, you know, you get mustard to kind of dress it up. It's just not, you know, the best tasting thing in the world. Yeah. You guys get AP discount at Fryer Nook? No. I don't no? think so. No. All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into getting to know Liz a little better. Irv, you want to lead off? We got uh, we got some Disney some Disney questions for her. God. Yes, I, I have um three questions. Um. My first question, I like to ask a lot of people, um, what is your favorite stage show at Disney? Oh my gosh, Fantasmic. Yeah, the boat. When everyone's on the boat at the end. It's like, it just, it reminds me of childhood. Um, yeah, I don't even know if they're still doing, are they still doing that? Not right now, no. I don't know about Disneyland. Is Disneyland nope, Disneyland has not reopened no. Fantasmic. The shows, where are the shows? I need shows. <laughs> I saw the, some Real. TikToks of like the socially distanced um, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Irv loves that. I, I know Irv almost lost it this week when they when uh, they they came out that Nemo was going away. Oh man, you! <laughs> I was talking to um oh man Lawrence, and I was telling him I was like, bro, my I had drafts in my email to send to everybody. <laughs> I was going to. Sent a strongly worded hey, email to Josh. I was going to save it by myself. I was prepared to carry that weight for that show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nicer. Um, so they're just going to retool and bring it back now. So that's that is Irv's, Irv's a happy man. I'm I'm satisfied. I I, I wouldn't say happy. I like to see what happens, but I I am satisfied. Um, 
Okay, my next question is, um, Liz, what's your favorite shoe silhouette? Uh, question mid. Yeah, definitely. I'm from PA. Iverson was like a god to me growing up, still is to this day. Um, and yeah, I think if I ever had to do like a sneaker collaboration, that's the shoe I would, I would be with Reebok and it'd definitely be a question mid. So, yeah. No, no, I can respect that. That was such a big shoe, man. I remember like people, it was like the only Reebok I know that was like a Jordan where people like got each series. And I remember me and um my sister both got a pair of answers at the same time. And that was kind of like a big deal. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Toya. She um, bought me a pair of shoes when I was younger. I appreciate that. My last question is, what is your favorite Disney memory? Oh, my goodness. Ooh, there's a lot. Let me think. Okay, so this is a very, like, it's Disney Cruise related. Does that count? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that absolutely. So I met Dikembe Mutombo on a Disney cruise. <laughs> That's a fifth floor problem. Mountain Mahas. Wow. <laughs> that is my top. I like, so when we got, I was in eighth grade, um, seven, maybe like sixth to eighth grade, eighth grade, that range, 10, 11, 12. And I remember like the first day we got onto the ship and they're having like the welcome brunch situation. And I see him and I'm like, mom, that's Dikembe Mutombo. And mind you, like I'm a diehard Sixers fan. Like everywhere I went, I had an Iverson jersey on. And so She's like, no, nah, it's not like, shut up. And I'm like, I'm telling you it is. So I'm an only child and I'm very used to like just meeting friends and, you know, going off in my way. So in my 10 year old mind, I was like, he's going to be at the basketball court on the ship. This is the last place this man wants to be on vacation. <laughs> um, but I definitely was like, he's going to be there. So I would go up there. We made friends. I had this whole group of friends that like the entire cruise, I would be with them. And so my parents would go to the shows and do the things that they were doing. And every single time my mom would run into him. So she finally was like, are you Dikembe Mutombo? And he was like, yes, I am. And he had like a security with him and his wife. And she was like, you know, my daughter's a bit, we're from Pennsylvania. My daughter's a huge Sixers fan. And she saw you the first day. And so he signed like a, a frame picture frame thing for her. Um, and by the end of the trip, she had ran into him that many times. They were like on a first name basis. They were friends. Um, so she would, and I was never with her. I was always, so I would be so mad. And then the very last day, we went to like the photo gallery just to look at pictures if we wanted anything before we got off. And who walks in? Dikembe Mutombo. And I just start sobbing. And I can remember like hands being so big. And I shook his hand and I was just like, shaking um and yeah that's probably like my coolest memory of disney is everything well he's of. like over seven feet right so yeah. like, he's, like so he's like twice your height at that point probably yeah yeah <laughs> that is so cool yeah right, so that's that's the your three earth um that's my three all right so matt, matt has some disney or Daphne for you all right so disney or Daphne is basically this or that. I'm gonna give you like two different options. There's gonna be Disney and some lifestyle stuff. So, um, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. First one: churro or Mickey pretzel? Disney churro. Space Mountain or Splash Mountain? Uh, Space Mountain. Haunted Mansion or Small World? Haunted Mansion. I've read too many horror stories about ghosts, and it's a small world, and and now I don't know if I can ever go back on the ride. <laughs> Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. <laughs> it's just like weird, like twisted 
area of TikTok where it talks about Disney ghost stories I've gotten onto one day. And apparently there's like, I don't know, they're probably not real, but stories. Yeah. So now I'm scared. Well, we'll all be Googling that later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. I think I know the answer to this one, but slides or Crocs? Crocs. Um, Air Jordan 1 or Dunks? Uh, I'm going to say Dunk only because it merges like three things that got me into sneakers is, well, two things, skateboarding and, and basketball. Shoe boxes or shoe rack? Shoe rack. I got rid of all my boxes. I don't have a single box left. Oh, dang. Really? Yeah. Minor in storage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, rope drop or close out the parks? Close out the parks. Drop ride or go upside down? Upside down. Running shoe or basketball shoe? Basketball shoe. Pizza or bagel? Mm. This is a very New York question. Yep. Um, <laughs> bagel. All right. This is also another New York question. Museum or Broadway? Uh, you know, I love a good Broadway show, so I'm going to say Broadway. Subway or monorail? <laughs> monorail. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Um, Off-White or Travis Scott? Uh, can I say neither? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tra I guess Travis. I had to choose. Um, parade or stage show? Uh, parade. Lizzie McGuire or Cinderella? Oh God, this is <laughs> um, hmm. Cinderella. Dole Whip or Kith ice cream? Mm, that's tough too. <laughs> I eat more Kith ice cream, so I'm going to have to say Kith ice cream. All right. So the last one, would you rather have front row seats to a Post Malone show oh, or would you have courtside seats to a Sixers game with Allen Iverson playing? Uh, courtside seats to a Sixers game with AI. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, Post Malone. <laughs> that and that's it. That's it. Post Malone next Sunday at Golf Ball. Of course, you're going to need to get a time machine to see AI play with the Sixers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so Liz, tell us about your Disney store. Where, where did the passion come from? How did, how did, it, yeah, how did it build cool. with you? My parents are also big Disney people and growing up, that was like our family vacation. Literally every year we would go to Disney. So it's, it's funny now, like my fiance, he's like, you've never been anywhere else. And I'm like, no, I've never been in really any other countries, nothing. Cause it's always been Disney. Um, so yeah, some of my like best memories with my family are, you know, going down to Disney world. Very nice. And I think now that I'm older, sorry, now that I'm older, I think too, like I am completely fascinated by like the attention to detail and storytelling. Um, yeah, that is, yeah, really cool. Well, so now you got it all set. If you, if your fiance likes to travel, you've got Paris, Hong Kong, Tokyo, you got all those places you could go, right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> or the world showcase. The world. <laughs> True. You've, you've been all around the world. <laughs> So tell me, like, what's what's as an adult, what's what's an ideal park day? What do you what do you like to do? Are you a people watcher? Do you like to hit all the rides? Do you like to eat all the food? Yeah, I'm. I don't like really consider myself a foodie, but behaviorally, I'm definitely a foodie. Like, I I love like the planning process. So my favorite park, I would say, is Hollywood. Um, I'm actually sad. I just saw that their the contract with Aerosmith might is expiring soon. So they might actually have to change that entire ride, which makes me sad. 
Um, but yeah, I like I like a mixture of both. I like to people watch. Um, I love like watching families just screaming at their kids sometimes. <laughs> um, I love like planning ahead and just like getting reservations at different, um, you know, restaurants. Like I think Hollywood has like some of my favorite restaurants of sci-fi is what drive-in is really cool. Um, yeah. So I, I like the restaurants. I think an ideal park days, you know, have get there early, have like a nice breakfast, go on some rides, get lunch, a quick lunch, and then have like a nice dinner somewhere, whether that be in the park or going to Disney Springs. And I also love a good tour. We did the Keys to the Kingdom tour once, and that was really, really cool to learn about everything. And um, we were in the underground tunnels, so it was funny to see like Aladdin, like just walking and on his, like, the, being a normal human. Uh, so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. So, are you the mastermind? So, when you go, do you plan the trips? Mm-hmm. You're not. You're like it's like for me, I, I do all the planning, and my wife just shows up. Yeah. You're, you're, so you're the mastermind. Nice. So what's, what's your favorite park on Disney World? I was at Hollywood Studios. I also like, I really like Animal Kingdom as well. I think it's like underrated, um, but I don't like, when I get there, I like the feeling of being there. Um, so those are the two. So as far as the planning, so how, how do you go about planning your fits? Do, do you start with the shoes or do you start with the outfit? Do you, do you like vintage? And I guess that's another question. Do you like um, vintage stuff? Yeah, like I'll, I love a good like vintage Disney tea. Like I'll look for like any current like Disney collabs that are out there and try and like incorporate those into my outfits. Um, you know, back in the day when I was like really into the whole like fit pick thing, I would just, I would do like my research on like the best photo spots and like coordinate outfits around that. Now I'm, I just don't have the energy. So I probably will just pack something that I like and figure it out while I'm there but yeah I like um one something that's comfortable and not I'm not gonna sweat a ton in but also I like a lot of color um so I'll wear just like bright fun things and I feel like in New York I don't get to do that as much so being in Disney I can do that a lot nice well I noticed that uh you sneak some Disney into your everyday style I, I couldn't help but miss the uh the handbag that you had when you were in Miami a, a few weeks ago, I, I actually forward, I sent that pic to our podcast chat. I'm like, uh, please notice the Gucci Disney purse that she's got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Is that so something that, you like to do? Yeah, I do. Like I try to keep it very subtle. Um, but even like in our apartment, I have little like touches all throughout and yeah, I definitely do. Like that gets me really excited when I see like one of my favorite brands. Um, doing some type of Disney collab I think it's really cool because it's kind of a everything in one package deal so yeah that's why I that's why I'm really excited about those um super turfs or whatever the Sean Witherspoons that are coming out I'm not even you know big Adidas head but I like the colors of those and Jiminy you don't never see Jiminy Cricket on a shoe so that's that's pretty cool yeah I know Irv's looking forward to those Uh, Jiminy Cricket's actually Irv's favorite so we've been we've been tracking those closely (laughs) he still hasn't dropped a release date no i saw they've been sending them out to influencers and whatnot and um i'm just like checking my mail every day praying (laughs) (laughs) i've been getting push notifications from the confirmed app about the super earth character running around la 
I don't know if it's a geographic thing, but it's like, I, I think they actually last weekend, I think they stashed a, some pairs somewhere because they gave you like a hiking trail to go to through the yeah. confirmed app. So it's gotta be getting closer. So as far as Disney goes, you know, you'd kind of mentioned some nostalgia stuff. What resonates more with you as Disney? Is it the nostalgia or is it like the new IP, you know, the Star Wars, you know, Marvel stuff? Yeah, definitely the nostalgia. Um, like memories of like, you know, I can still remember like the parades when they had like the camels that are at the Aladdin ride now, like when those were in the parades. Um, and like, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it was when Hollywood was MGM and it was like an Aladdin themed like buffet. Um, and they had like the magic lamp, like up these steps. Um, and I, I have, I just have like very vivid memories of like, it was like a character dinner and, um, like Jafar was there and he cut up my chicken fingers and I started crying because I could remember like his big rubber, like hands that they had, the costume was. So like, it's stuff like that, that like, I don't have a lot of like vivid memories from my childhood, but like it's a lot of them that I do are around Disney. So I think for me, it's, it's that. And then, you know, now that I'm older, I can appreciate like just all the attention to detail and everything they do. And I'm very much like a perfectionist when it comes to that stuff in my personal life. So, you know, just seeing like they can do it, I can do it too. And that's my mentality of like, how can I, you know, look at every single tiny detail of something and, and make it all work. So that's what I love about it. Nice. I like that perspective. So I know like you, you mentioned uh, you're a big hoop fan. So you, you play a lot of basketball? Uh, I try. Yeah. I, I play a little bit. I play on a summer league team in New York. Um, it was co-ed. It wasn't anything serious, but yeah. Um, I still get out there and get some shots up when I can. Nice. So being a, a Philly fan, the, do you have any problems repping your team in New York? No, I do it proudly. And if anyone says anything, <laughs> yeah, just, tell them to shut up <laughs> <Keep it moving. laughs> nice um so you've done several collabs i've seen you got uh you did something with unknown jeff staple the hundreds and nikes you know i just was wondering so like the nike collab of course i i, I was looking through your instagram and I, I thought that story was great how you bought a pair off StockX and some mentioned you how how was it working with nike are they are they a hands-on thing they give you a lot of freedom this was very hands-off. It was through their, they had an incubator program at the time called Cultivator. We are Cultivator. And so Cultivator's mission was essentially allowing creatives in different cities to tell their stories um, through sneakers. So um, it was like an application process. I applied, um, was accepted. And then basically they assigned you a silhouette. So I got the 270 React. And the way it kind of was, is like, we're giving you the shoe. It's It was essentially like, Nike by you, but it had more um, options and than like the normal Nike by you. Um, and then it was up to us to like do our own marketing and storytelling around it. I think there were like 25 people in my cohort and there were about five of them that Nike New York picked to like actually put their shoe in the Nike New York store. Um, I wasn't, I was not one of those people. So I'm very lucky. My fiance does photography. All of our friends are creative. So, you know, one night I was like, how can I, you know, tell the story of mental health through this marketing? And that's when we were like, oh, let's do the, you know, old ads, let's recreate them. And that's a good way to include the language and actually has 
words on it. So that's how we kind of combined the two and, and really, you know, worked with a lot of awesome businesses, like small businesses in New York that were very gracious and donated, whether it was product or venues. So we had a launch party at Kinfolk. They gave us a space for free. Um, we worked with Grassroots Juicery. They donated a bunch of green juices for us and screen is the color of mental health awareness. And um, basically it was like my team at the time, we just put everything together, made it work. And through this launch party the night before and all we made t-shirts, socks, everything. And all the proceeds were donated back to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So there wasn't too much Nike involvement other than just like them running everything through legal. Um, making sure everything was like good to go. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool when it came out because I did not expect like that uh, reaction to it. Yeah, I say it must be very successful because uh, I, I did some shopping around and there, there's hardly a pair to be found. Yeah. yeah, I wanted a pair. And then as soon as like they sold out in like seconds and then I went to StockX and they're going for like 500 bucks. I wanted to um, get a couple pairs for myself that week when they came out and I was I think they came out on like a Tuesday and I was waiting for Thursday till I got paid to buy more and I couldn't even they gave me one free pair of my own and then like we didn't even have like seating lists or anything at the time so we didn't get to do that um and yeah it just I had a link an early link for to purchase before they actually went on sale and I think I had put it like in my close friend story like if anyone wants a pair and wants to order early just you know send me the money and I can place the order so that's how I a lot of my friends got their pairs but yeah it was I think there's like a little under 500 pairs out there of them so they, well, definitely, definitely a cool shoe yeah so Thanks. if you if you got the dream collab with Disney what would that look like oh my god I don't even know what I would do with that. There's so much that could be done. And I think what I'm really trying to do and push toward now outside of like, you know, clothing and apparel is do more events where people can have like more of an experience around mental health and how we can like make those conversations more down to earth and really model those behaviors for other people and show like, how you can just casually talk about mental health and make it okay to do that. So that's kind of where um, I'm trying to go, especially with mental sesh. So we'll see, I have some stuff coming in the pipeline um, where I'm gonna be able to do that. So I'm excited for that. Can you tell us a little bit about mental sesh? I know, I don't know if you noticed my manners rocking the shirt there, <laughs> had, to, had to rep it. Um, can you yeah. tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. So yeah, mental sesh is my private practice. Um, so I work in New York meeting with clients. I have a caseload of about 25 clients I meet with weekly. And I work primarily with athletes from collegiate to pro level to creatives in New York, fashion and industries um, and beyond. And so aside from doing the individual therapy part, that's kind of the full-time bit. The other half of it, if you think of like the left brain and right brain, left brain is typically more analytical and organized, whereas the right brain is more creative. That's kind of like how our business model is set up. And one side, we have like, you know, the therapy piece of it. And then the other side, what we do is, is the brand side of it. So we train businesses, um, different brands internally on mental health practices in the workplace. 
so over the last year, we've trained StockX, Adidas, Bodega, um, Bustle Group, Rastaclot, quite a few um, on basically walking the walk and talking the talk. I know mental health has been very trendy. Um, and I think, you know, you have to look inward first before they put a product out there to profit off of around mental health and make sure their employees are first and foremost being treated, you know, with a mentally safe environment. And then we also, you know, do that internally. And then for some brands like Staple, um, we go externally where we'll consult on different marketing initiatives or product initiatives. So if they want to do a mental health collaboration with us that's an option or even behind the scenes if they're releasing a product into the world how can we help them make sure everything is ethical and legit when it goes out there and from the language to the social media posts from how you re reply to people on social media um the copy of everything we can kind of handle that so that's where we're at and then working through currently is going to be doing more activations so events like complex con all star weekends those types of places where we'll like pop up and and actually give people a, a little bit of a a break from those chaotic environments very nice well you mentioned social media and that was something i had to get on the list so sneakers is what the competition culture and it's all about clout and flexing you know how how do you i mean it's 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 a weird community we're in because it feels like that you know social media mm -hmm. is bad for pretty much people's mental health i think i just saw something two days ago that there was some survey that said like 20% of teenage girls have bad, have body image issues because yeah. directly due to Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, so how, how do, how do, how do we fit, how do we address that? I mean, or, I mean, maybe it's just a discussion topic and you know, how do you feel about social media and its impact on mental health? I agree. I think, you know, there's a lot of ways to kind of tackle it, but first and foremost is just remembering that social media is very much a highlight reel that we can't compare our, IRLs to someone else's URLs because people are more inclined to only post the good stuff in their lives. Whereas uh, what can go on behind the scenes is a lot of stress, a lot of chaos that no one really wants to talk about. So that's, you know, why it's equally important to be able to, if you're comfortable, share some of that stuff with people to normalize mental health, but also, you know, being very mindful of who we follow, what we engage with, what we, you know, see and what we consume on there because yeah it can be a black hole and like it sucks your soul out and makes you feel really bad about yourself I, i've it happens to all of us you know myself included so i think it's a tricky thing to navigate i know you because you, you know you posted a picture of your desk yesterday and it made me feel really bad about myself because my desk situation is so chaotic and yours is so pristine but I, I did notice the mickey character or you had you had several disney characters on the desk yeah my legos <laughs> but yeah you know that's the other thing because like you know the disney gram is very similar to sneaker ig is it's just like you said it's it's all sunshine and rainbows right and it's yeah it's, um so how do you feel that do you feel that like uh disney addresses any of those like i, I mean i think of the movie inside out which kind of gets into it a little bit i mean do you think that we should see more of that kind of content from absolutely like even with soul like there's all these underlying themes that i think it would be really cool if they took it the next step further and like actually dived into those conversations intentionally uh or more intentionally like i know around i don't know if it was may pixar had posted something about 
mental health. So it's cool to see that they're getting into that realm um, and that they're, they're taking those steps because, you know, Disney ha- is such a huge platform and they can really make a good impact. Um, and, you know, it would be awesome to see them doing that. And, you know, even when I've worked prior to being in private practice, I worked for a foster care organization providing therapy to kids in foster care. And a lot of the work that I, you know, when I would do therapy included Disney characters. Like that's how, you know, kids engage. So, you know, it's a really strong tool to use if they were to, to go that route. So I wanted to jump back to sneakers. I, ha- I have a question and it was, it's, it's not specific to you, but I, I wanted the female sneaker head, you know, opinion on this. Um, there's lots, lots of women's collaborations coming out and I think they're really cool. My question to you is, would you rather see more women's, you know, women's exclusive shoes or more inclusive sizing on standard releases? You know, like I was looking at, I think the lipstick 14s came out today and they start at a, like a men's three and a half and go up. Whereas a normal GR normally starts at like a men's eight. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what is more important to someone like you? Would you rather see, I don't, I don't know what size shoe you wear also, so. I'm a seven. I'm right at the cutoff. Right. So, so sometimes you can't, you have to buy a child shoe, right? Yeah. Like I said, like a, I'll, I prefer like a seven and a half because then I'm not in GS, but if I, depends on what's easier to get too, but it's a tough question. You know, I do think women's exclusives are important. Um, it's a way for female designers to share those stories. Um, you know, however, I think the sizing definitely should be more inclusive in, in all of it. You know, I don't think we, it needs to really be one or the other. I think that we still have those women's releases, but across the board, no matter if it's a women's release or, a, you know, a male focused release, it's still the sizing ranges are still there. Um, Cause it's, you know, the quality of some of the GS shoes are not as good. Um, and it's, it's frustrating, you know, to, to go down that road, but like, it's cool to see, you know, women getting those platforms and being able to share their stories and, and kind of rep the girls who are also in this community. I would, I wish to like, I would like to start seeing, you know, brands start working with new um, collaborators. I'm just, I'm getting a little tired of like the Virgils, the Travis, like just the same, people recycling over and over like let's get new new faces in here and and share those stories there's so many different stories that need to be shared um yeah well i saw i saw what the they released the images of the billy eilish uh, jordan 15 which i thought was cool because a you've got a new a new person and mm-hmm. b a silhouette that you never see so i mm-hmm. i do like that i was have you seen the shoe what do you think of that yeah i love the 15 i'm not a fan of the the ko's but um I like, I can appreciate like how they both are very reflective of like her two different eras of like OG Billy, who was like neon green hairs, definitely like the, you know, like the, the ones. And then you have this new era Billy who's like classic and all beige and <laughs> very different. And that's like reflective of the 15s. And just even thinking like how far in advance the design process is, you know, they've probably been designing the shoe good year and a half two years ago so like before this rebrand even happened for her they like it just blows my mind like how intentional and like strategic they were on that because they knew that rebrand was coming 
that's why they did this. But yeah, it's just, it's pretty cool. You know, that's interesting you said, because I didn't even think about that because I was thinking that, wow, the 15 really matches what she's doing. So yeah, if they started that idea a year and a half ago, it was, that's, I hadn't, I had not even thought of that. That's crazy. So do, do you have anything new in the works? I do. Yeah. Um, I guess I can share it. It's coming out next month. I have a collaboration with Champs Sports and Greenhouse dropping next. Actually, I have not told anyone publicly. So you guys are the first ones to hear it. You got the scoop. <laughs> you got the scoop. Yeah. Uh, the illustrator, Drake Serial. Uh, so it's a collab between her and I, Sarah. Um, and we're doing a collection focused on athletes' mental health and, you know, all the narratives that have been going around over the last year with athletes, you know, prioritizing their mental health. So it's a collection to celebrate that. And uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. It'll be fun. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, Matt, Irv, do you guys have any more questions? I don't. No. Well, Liz, thank you so much for sharing some time with us. It was actually great, great to get to talk to you. Uh, appreciate you uh, working your schedule around this. Of course. Thank you guys. And sorry for all of my chaoticness because that that is my life. (laughs) No worries. All right. Well, I want to thank you and everyone for listening. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. We are Kicks at the Castle. You can follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to tag us and use the hashtag Kicks at the Castle in your Disney Fit Picks. My name's John. You can find me on Instagram with Weekends with Walt. Liz, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Liz, the letter B, and then Croft, C-R-O-F-T, or at Mentalsesh, M-E-N-T-L dot S-E-S-H. Irv, how can the people find you? I am on Instagram at Main Street Dad. And Matt, how can the people hit you up? Uh, you can find me at the Disney Hypebeast or TDHB Shop. All right. Well, this is, this is Kicks of the Castle, episode 20, and thank you so much for listening. We're out. Peace. Peace. Thank you.